Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. I think it's a lot more fun in life when you get a chance to hang out with other people that are championing their own life and going for it. We've launched a Facebook group called Donnie Success Champions Group. Man, come hang out with us. Um, every day we are having uplifting, badass conversations that are just you know, helping people go further in their life. So if you want to, go to Facebook, come hang out, Donnie Success Champions Group. We'll be glad to see you. Right, guys gonna be another really fun episode heading once again across the pond i'm bringing in vicky vaswani and yes that's a dude with the name vicky so we're gonna talk about that that should be fun i'm bringing in hitesh r because i can't pronounce his damn last name so we're just gonna call him r like a pirate on the back end i'm donnie this is donnie success champions hitesh vicky welcome to the show boys please please tell us your story Hi, Johnny. Thank you for having us on board. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Good to hear you from you. Hi, Tesh. Vicky? Thanks, Donnie. Right? Absolutely. I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure connecting with you, and it's a pleasure being on your show. I listen to your podcast very often, and it's a, it's a real honor to be on here <laughs> together with you and with my man, Hitesh. Yeah. It's good to have you boys. Um, uh, you guys have got some pretty, pretty cool stories and some things that you've done. Um, and the things you're really doing right now are pretty badass. So, so I'm looking forward to this one. So, but I, I got to start off this way, really. Where does the, a dude get the first name Vicky? I mean, where does that come from? Uh, you know, I mean, I know you guys right now, you're in Singapore now, right? Yep, right. You know, where, where does the name Vicky come from? So, so, so me and Hitesh, uh, our parents are Indian, so we originate from India in that sense. So actually, Vicky is a very common dude's name in <laughs> India. Really? And many parts, yeah, many parts of India. It actually is a shot for the, it's shot for the full form of Vignesh. That's what the general full form of Vignesh is, which, which, which becomes Vicky later yeah, on. Because that's but the then, name, yeah. Yeah, that's the nickname, but my parents decided to save me the hustle, save me the hassle in that sense, and make me hustle instead and call me Vicky. Nice. Have you ever heard the country song A Boy Named Sue? Oh, I haven't. Oh, dude, you need to go go find a country song called A Boy Named Sue, and I bet it explains a lot of your childhood, or if you were growing up in the U.S. with the first name like Vicky being a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll so, go check it out for sure. Absolutely. So, so tell me a little bit about your journey. I know, Hitesh, you've got a, a really cool, cool story. Why don't you walk us through it a little bit? So, yeah, I'm born with a disability. It's called cerebral palsy. How did I get it? it? Was during my birth when I was in my mother's stomach or mother's womb. I was upside down, and the doctors were told to do a C-section, means cut the stomach and get the baby out. 
but they didn't follow the orders. Due to that, I was born upside down. So usually, when a normal child is born, the head comes out first. My leg came out first, and my head got stuck in my mother's womb. For 90 seconds, I lost oxygen. Wow. Wow. So when people meet me for the first time, they always ask, Bro, are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I say say I'm not drunk, but I think my doctor was drunk. So, so literally, a doctor had you by like one leg dangling you up with your head stuck inside. Literally. <laughs> 90 seconds. Holy cow. I bet I can't even hold my breath for 30. You know? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Wow. And wow. So, what was it like growing up? You know, that way is the wrong way of saying it, but that's the only way I know how to say it. I mean, what was it like growing up with cerebral palsy? So initially, the day I was born, the doctors told my parents I'm going to die in 24 hours, but I'm turning 27. I'm alive, but I think the doctor died. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's awesome. How many times have you refer- rehearsed that joke? At least 1,000 1, times. 1,000 times. And we have, we have still got 9,000 more to go in order to complete the 10,000 10, hour <laughs> What is that book, 10,000 Hours? You will finally perfect that joke here very soon. <laughs> so growing, growing up was tough. Initially, I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I had to use a wheelchair. The teachers and the doctors recommended that I should go to a special school. But my parents believed that the universe had given them such a child for a bigger purpose. And they brought me up with the mindset that I'm normal and I can do everything like any other kid. And they fought the system and made sure that I went into a normal school. Wow. Good on them. Good on them. I can't help but think, though, as a kid, though, going through through school like that could not have been easy. Yeah, that's the tough part. I got bullied a lot. I was weak. I was slow. There was a lot of struggle when I grew up. Like at the age of 13, due to puberty, I got bullied even more. And that's when I realized, you know, when your hormones start growing, that I actually suffer from a disability. And that crushed my confidence. So I had to find ways to rebuild myself. Yeah, I I get that. So who's older, Vicky, you or Hitesh? Who's older? Make a I'm, I'm older by I'm older by three years. By three years. All right. All right. So so Vicky, being the older brother of a, a younger brother who's born with a disability, there's two things that have got to happen. One, you play big brother, which makes your growing up a little bit tough, right? Um, uh, what was that like 
growing up with with Hitesh, other than then he's funny as hell and you know uh, got a cute little beard growing. But but you know, <laughs> what was it like growing up with Hitesh? Uh, technically, me and Hitesh, we are cousins. We come oh. from a really big family. We have, I've got 10 other, 11 other cousins. And in that, in that family of cousins that we have, that's why we have last name. Uh, we have different last names, Waswani and his is Ramchandani. And so we've got 11 cousins in total. And in that group, I'm the eldest one that is there. So naturally, the being the eldest in all, I, I have to be the one that takes care of them. And Hitesh was, I think, number four or number five. And he was the only one that, you know, his during birth, there was some complications. And not just me, but I feel every one of us, even the younger ones, they all put in extra time, extra effort. And we loved him even more when we were all growing up together. And even Hitesh took care of everyone else. And he always wanted to be treated like a normal kid. And I feel that's one thing, if there's one thing which we did right, was we never made him feel excluded in any way we would make we, he would do everything else with us whether it's go to the playgrounds of course he would fall down a little bit more he would walk slower than all of us sometimes it was hard understanding what he was saying but i think that helped me as well as a person develop patience develop character and i learned itesh always says that i'm his mentor and uh, i inspire him but i think growing up it he put lots of uh patience and lots of character in my mind subconsciously and i have to thank him for that yeah no that's awesome you know it's, it's interesting um around my household um everybody's a smart ass and you better have thick skin and it's our way of involving everybody like my nieces who are 15 and 16 you know bringing boyfriends around and stuff hmm. and they always tell their boyfriends like look you're gonna come over and see my my uncle my dad you better strap it in um, because they're going to be smart asses. So I, I love that fact that you guys embraced him, but I can't help but think there was a little bit of uh, smart assery, ball busting, you know, growing up, you know, making fun of each other and everything else because that's that's part of family. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so you guys go, make it through high school, some of the toughest years for a lot of people. Um, Hitesh, especially for you and, and realizing you're going through a disability and figuring it out. Where'd you go after high school? Uh, I did my diploma in Singapore itself. So I did my business diploma in a university called Singapore Institute of Management. That's where I went next. Okay. And Vicky, you? And I, I did my degree in Singapore, in Singapore as well, from the University of London's uh, affiliate in Singapore in SIM as well. And while Hitesh was in diploma, that's when the whole journey of us starting our speaking actually started because in that diploma years, in those uh, years is when we realized that Hitesh has got a fear of public speaking. And he, 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 that's when he, he couldn't even pass a particular module in school uh, of public speaking, which he had to do because he was so afraid and his balls were up all the way till his throat. And he was really, <laughs> he was really shit scared. And that's when his dad came to me. His dad came to me. He said, Vicky, you being the eldest, why not? And you being in the same school, why not you go and, you know, check, check it out. Have, have a chat with the teacher. I said, why is Hitesh not being able to do public speaking? What's wrong? 
Uh, is it because, again, is it because people are bullying him? What's, what's the issue? And so I went, I met the teacher, and then I asked the, the Madam Ma'am, what's wrong? What's uh, stopping Hitesh from doing public speaking? And she said, no, he's doing actually perfectly fine. But the only issue is he's not presenting in front of everybody in the classroom. He's not presenting in front of his classmates of 20, 30 of them. He's doing just one-to-one presentations with me. In that moment, I was looking into the madam's eyes and I realized that she was so beautiful. And then, and then it hit me why he was doing one-to-one presentations <laughs> instead, of, instead of presenting in front of all the 20, 30 other students that were there. But I told her, I know, okay, you're, you're, you're a nice lady. You're going to let him pass. But what's the long-term solution? This is not a long-term solution, right? This is a short-term solution. She said, hey, I'm doing my job. I've got to get him through to the next year in his diploma. I'm going to do that. So don't worry about that. But I really have no idea what I'm going to do. And that's when the journey started. That's when we got him to this thing called Toastmasters. I'm sure you've heard of Toastmasters. I'm sure your listeners have heard of Toastmasters. And that's where our journey actually started. That's where we ventured into public speaking for the very first time. So, man, that's awesome. So, Itesh, was it, you know, the struggle with speaking, because so many people are scared to death to get on stage. Um, it's just not something, a fear that I've ever had. I love being in front of a crowd. But, you know, did, for Hitesh, for that, for you, was it the cerebral palsy that was the fear or was it because the teacher was so hot that you just wanted to spend time with her? No, it was the <laughs> cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, and, and was it you were worried what people would think about you or they wouldn't understand you or, or what? No, actually, that's not the issue. Whenever everyone goes on stage, everybody gets nervous. It's normal. But due to cerebral palsy, my body would go into hyperreactive mode. So everyone shakes, but I would start shaking so much as though a truck has just ran over me. (laughs) <laughs> so then it would become like a spasm attack and that would create more nervous attacks. So it became a cycle. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, there's it's like a, a COPD, which is a, a lung disorder that yeah. uh, you know, people start slowing down when they stop actually getting oxygen, then they really freak out. And that's when full COPD kicks in. Sounds like it's very similar with cerebral palsy. Because deep down, I really don't care what anyone thinks, but I still get nervous. It's not because of other people, but it's because of the reactive movement that Mm. I start shivering and breathing abnormally. So, and, and I gotta be honest, I don't know a lot about cerebral palsy. So, so is it, is it a, a, um, explain what cerebral palsy is for me. That way I don't make assumptions. All right. Cerebral palsy is a neurological disorder. It can affect you mentally, but I'm not mental. So let's leave that out for... for we'll, we'll leave that for Vicky. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so... So it affected me physically, like my muscles couldn't coordinate properly, I couldn't balance. Even now, I can play soccer, I can gym, 
But if you ask me to hold a cup with my left arm, I won't be able to do that because okay. of the incoordination. But okay. of course, I can do and eat with my right hand. But the left hand is still having trouble. You know, what amazed me most about that entire little segment of speech for you is you called it soccer. I didn't yeah. think they called it soccer over in Singapore. We do. We do. <laughs> we, call, we, we call it soccer, depending on who we are speaking to, actually. <laughs> okay. Usually it's, it's football, and then I got to give you hell about, no, that's not football which most people tell me we kick a ball around a course all day long with our foot. Mm -hmm. Throw a ball. How the hell is that football? So. And talk, 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 talking about soccer though, and that's when Hitesh actually ended up playing for the Singapore Cerebral Palsy soccer team. He's won lots of medals with the team. Really? And, but it, but it, yeah, but it wasn't always like that. Maybe if I, if you don't mind, Donnie, could I just share a short story about that? Yeah, about please, his, please, about please. Journey? So me, me, me and Hitesh, we, like, like I told you, we grew up in the same uh, household. We used to go down and play soccer with the boys, with everybody else, all our neighbors. And we would play every Saturday and we would go for the full 11-a-side game. And Hitesh would come down all the way from, he lives in the east of Singapore. The games would be in the west, so he would, give, he, he would travel a long hour, an hour and a half to come for the game. But he would only get to play about five minutes only 10 minutes out of a full 90 minutes game because you know the boys are rough and we don't want Hitesh to get injured and we although we are amateurs we feel we are professional so you know they go in really hard and they they don't they don't they don't spare any anything so I was always afraid that he would get injured but I would always let him play five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes max and there was one day he but he would come every single game without fail he would be the first one there and he would be the last one leaving the pitch and I think this went on for about a good uh, nine months ten months or so and after one game I don't know what happened but he was a little bit upset after the match and he told me Vicky I don't think it's fair I come every single week I'm the first one there I'm the last one out of the football pitch but then why aren't you letting me play? I'm better than some of the fat guys that are that are, that are running around. I can shoot better with my with my with my right leg. I can defend better. But why are you not letting me play? And that's when I uh, that's when suddenly a thought came to my mind. Uh, you know, I always I, I I'm always very protective of him, but I can't tell him that hey, I can't let you play because of whatever whatever the the real reason was. But what came to my mind instinctively was I told him, bro, I don't think this is the right place for you. In fact, I think where you belong is you belong in the Paralympic football team, the Paralympic soccer team. And that's when he looked at me in a weird way and he said, is there such a thing? I said, I'm sure. And at that point was when the Olympics were going around and I was listening about, I was hearing about it in the news. And I said, yeah, I mean, if they've got the Olympic soccer team, I'm sure they've got the Olympics, uh, they've got a Paralympics soccer team as well. Immediately that night, he went home, Googled Singapore cerebral palsy soccer team, Singapore uh, Paralympic soccer team. Next weekend, went for the trials. Never came back for my for my Saturday games again. <laughs> Hell with you guys. Because I'm gonna actually go play. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So so the the Paralympics has gotten flipping huge. Uh, and it's amazing to watch. Um I've actually had the pleasure of having a couple of the Paralympians on the show. Um, you know, that's that's really awesome. Um, Hitesh, what was it like realizing that there's a whole team of people that or similar to you, that you could go play ball with? 
it was a eye opener because firstly I didn't know so many people suffer from cerebral palsy. So when I went to play with them, I realized that everyone suffered from different issues, not only from outside, but even from the inside. Some people were tougher than me from inside. Some people were more insecure compared to me from the inside. So I got to learn more about people with disability and it was really inspiring. And in fact, I found them even more better overall compared to normal guys. So, so now, was this your first time ever to be exposed to other people with cerebral palsy? Yeah, sort of, sort of. Um, on a on a, on a larger scale, actually, we always you know we always knew that there was this thing called the Cerebral Palsy Association of Singapore, just like how there is one an association in the U.S. in any part of the world. But Hitesh, like I said, he always went through the traditional route. We never made him right. dependent on any uh, NGOs or charities and stuff like that. So in that sense, we never he never got exposure to that sense. But his parents did. I did as being the older brother. But for Hitesh himself, I would say on a larger scale yeah 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 that that's that's awesome um i can remember when basically a little brother of mine um uh, he grew up with a, a disability and first time we took him to the junior olympics which was basically the paralympics for kids and you know in high school you know um and special olympics that's what it's called the special olympics and uh mm-hmm. you know that was really cool because the first time that they could all actually compete and they were, I mean, you know, competing with people that were, were at their skill set and level and they you know, that, that's really, really, really cool. I'm, I'm curious, Hitesh, did you, did you feel like you fit in better with those people, you know, that were similar and dealing with cerebral palsy or did, did you just, it become a natural flow for you? to jump in here and take a second to let our sponsors tell you a little bit about what they do guys do me a favor and check them out they're really helping this show become what it's becoming support for this podcast comes from point blank safety services and blue family fund point blank safety services does safety differently we know everyone is on a journey and we want to make sure you get where you're going safely professional trained ready there's really no comparison Here's why hiring Point Blank Safety for your next project will make all the difference and save you huge amounts of stress and hassle. Point Blank Safety Services provides certified, uniformed police officers for a full suite of armed guard services. Don't leave the safety of your project to chance. If you're ready to make sure safety truly comes first for your next project, then visit us at pointblanksafety.com. Blue Family Fund helping dependents of law enforcement families on their journeys. Blue Family Fund is a nonprofit that raises funds and offers financial support through higher education scholarships for dependents of law enforcement officers and by providing financial assistance for families of fallen law enforcement officers. Every dollar donated will go to the families of police officers, either through scholarships to dependents of police officers or as aid to fallen officers' families. Visit us at bluefamilyfund.com. And now back to the show. It became a natural flow. I didn't see any difference because they behave normally. So 
so I didn't treat them differently. Nor did I treat myself differently. Like if they made mistakes, I would screw them up similarly. Like how I would play with other people. If I made mistake, they would screw me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, are the, are the soccer and, game... And in fact, like half of, our, half of the training, we would compete with the normal guys. So really, well, like, bunch of normal, 11 normal guys playing together didn't make a difference. Yeah, you know, my, 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 my philosophy always is, is, has been is if somebody's willing to, and I love the fact you guys call it a pitch, um, but if somebody's willing to get on the field, you know, to, to play, they're going to play. There's no holding back. I mean, you're going to go all in. You're going to get knocked the hell around and everything else. So, so good on you for, for getting out there and getting after it. In fact, like Vicky used to play for the national team in Singapore, the Singapore national team. And it's so funny, my captain, who has cerebral palsy, can take better shots than Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> I think so he I, you out. I didn't, I didn't see any difference playing with them. <laughs> I think he kind of just said, you suck a little bit, Vicky. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I do, I do. But the point I'm trying to make is they played so well that it didn't make much difference. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so you're battling this whole fear of speaking in front of the room because of what cerebral palsy has done to your body and whatnot. And you find Toastmasters and man, let me tell you, um, I think anybody who is trying to get over that fear, there is no better place than Toastmasters. Hands down. I love that organization. I, for people starting out, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. Once you've gotten to a certain level because they want to turn you into a robot um, up on stage, but, but, getting over that initial fear and learning it on stage. It's a, it's a phenomenal organization. What was it like attending Toastmasters for the first time, Saitesh? Vicky, why don't you say? <laughs> so what happened was uh, we attended Toastmasters for the very first time. Oh, you guys went we together? Like, we went together. I, okay. forced, I forced Hitesh to come <laughs> together with me. And I don't know how I did that because uh, I remember talking him. I don't. I, I don't even know whether he he knows where we were going because I was driving and you know we were just heading there. But we landed there and there was a room full of twenty to thirty people. Mm -hmm. And all you had to do as guests for the very first time is to actually introduce yourself. Hi, my name is so and so, and where are you from? That's all you got to do. I introduced myself. Hitesh's turn came next, and this is exactly what he said. Huh. He could not even <laughs> hide. He yeah. ran out of the room, ran out of the room, went into the toilet, started puking, started tearing, started scolding me vulgarities in English, Chinese, Malay, French, Spanish. And I got a shock because I didn't know Hitesh could speak so many languages. <laughs> But in the midst of all wow. these vulgarities, he kept saying three words. He kept saying, Vicky, you don't understand. You don't have cerebral palsy. Vicky, you don't understand how my head is hurting. You don't understand how my body is shaking. You don't understand how my heart is beating. You don't understand. You don't understand. 
you don't understand. And those were the three words that he said. But somehow, I managed to talk him out of getting out of the toilet, going back into the room and facing his fear. But obviously, he didn't. He, we signed up for Toastmasters on the very day itself. And in the next 12 months, Hitesh came to Toastmasters for a grand total of zero times. <laughs> Oh Lord! So so really big on facing your fears there, huh, Hitesh? <laughs> but what actually happened in that moment was he realized that yes, there was a problem, and maybe Toastmasters was not the best place for someone like him. And that's when we got uh, our first ever coach, which is who is actually Manoj Vasudevan, who is actually the ex uh, world champion of Toastmasters in public speaking, and he was Hitesh's first coach and through one-to-one -one coaching with him, that's when we realized that there's no such thing as the fear of public speaking. It doesn't exist. But there is such a thing called the fear of public shaming. Mm. Like exactly like what you and Hitesh just spoke about not so long ago. So it's the fear of public shaming that's actually stopping people from going out there and becoming the best versions of themselves and I would go on and say I, I would like to add that the fear of public shaming it actually stems from this disease you know in in the 18th century 19th century there was polio there was malaria there was HIV AIDS there's this new disease in the 21st century and it's called good enoughitis good enoughitis <laughs> good enoughitis is am I good enough am I good enough that's what everybody is thinking because everybody is comparing everybody is yeah. complaining everybody is wondering what this person is thinking about me but nobody is thinking about you guys yeah it, too it, busy thinking I, about I love themselves. that I, I tell everybody it's like you're walking around with a price tag on your chest looking at everybody going please tell me how much I'm worth you know and what I tell everybody is freaking take that price tag off and throw it in the damn trash and just live your damn life. Um, so you now you get it, you get a coach and good on you. Um, crazy. I don't know how many coaches I've had in my, my time, but I've always had a coach of some sort doing, teaching me different things. Um, usually just tell me to pull my head out of my ass, but um, you know, what was it like, you know, high Tesh working with, with, with a coach? I mean, I mean, I know you'd had soccer coaches and, and, and whatnot, but now you've got somebody, once again, this time it's a dude and not a pretty chick, you know, trying to teach you how to speak. You know, what was that like? It, it was fun, you see. So the problem with us is we try to climb Mount Everest. So that's the issue. You've got to break it up. What Manoj did was he made me talk to two people then four, then that's eight, awesome. then 20, then 50, 100, 500, 1,000. So that's how you go with life. Take, take little steps. By the time you know it, you would have climbed the mountain. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. So, so I have a, a philosophy, and my philosophy is goal setting doesn't work. Um, I think goals actually demotivate people. Because when you, you know, say I'm going to be a millionaire, you already, you know, a lot of people already believe they can't get there, you know, so they don't even start. I love the fact that he broke this down so micro and gave you milestones. You know, let's talk in front of one person. Let's talk in front of two people. Let's talk in front. Because that's how life works. Nobody makes the big leap from the base amount Everest to the top. 
right? They take one damn step and then they take another and then another and another. And eventually you get higher and higher up the mountain. I absolutely love that he took you through that. Um, absolutely brilliant. And I hope everybody was listening to that. So now you two cousins that could be brothers, um, you know, spending all the time together and everything else um, are now on stages speaking in front of some really ridiculously large audiences. And I watched one of the videos and Hitesh, I got to tell you, you're funny as shit, dude. Um, okay. Your presentation. Uh, I mean, I know you've got it kind of down to a process, but I laughed my ass off. Um, and then Nicky came on and sucked. You know, he wasn't all the <laughs> <laughs> but, but you guys got a really, really, really cool kind of this one-two punch act that you guys do that was very impressive. Uh, walk us through a little bit what you guys are doing with all that. Go ahead, Biggie. Or hi, Dash Dealer. So right now in the keynote market, me and Ricky, we focus on three topics. First, we used to do many topics, but then we realized that we had a target and keep it more focused. The first topic we talk about is sales motivation. The second topic we do is self-leadership. And the third topic that we do is our favorite and the hottest topic, diversity and inclusion. Mm. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, wh where'd the sales one come from? Have you guys both been sales guys? Mm, so Vicky is actually working for an insurance company in Singapore. It's called Gradient. Eastern. He has a good sales background. And for me, my stories can be related to sales. Because awesome. in my life, I face a lot of rejection, objection, obstacles. So what we do is take my story and combine it with Vicky's experience. And oh, that's awesome. A keynote on it. That's awesome. No, that's, that's awesome. Now, the video I saw, Hitesh, you came out first and kind of told your story. And I know it was a highlight reel, but but are you guys typically on stage together? Or Hitesh, are you typically by yourself? Um, how does it typically work? So it really depends when I'm traveling alone, which is 70% of the time, I do it on my own. But when Vicky's there, I let him come and take the limelight. <laughs> so so really Hitesh, you're the rock star and vicky's just picking up the breadcrumbs behind no i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah actually i'm the rock star and vicky's the business guy that's like awesome. the director the director behind the actor that's awesome that's awesome you know um there, there, there's a lot of speakers in the, the marketplace that have some sort of disability. And I love the fact that they have the courage. And this is, you know, complete respect for you, Hitesh, is I love the fact that you've got the courage to, you know, get out there and share your journey, share your story with people. Because, you know, everybody's got two choices in life. You either live or you crawl into a hole. You know, and I love the fact that you're you're living in your journey and sh and 
be willingness to put yourself out there knowing that people are sometimes going to look at you funny, talk to you funny, not treat you the same as everybody else. And I love the fact you kind of said, you know, who gives a damn? And, and then and you're putting yourself out there. Do you think that comes from uh, growing up in a awesome family who supported you all the way along? Or do you think you just got some tenacity and grit to you and you're like, screw everybody? I think it's a combination of both. That's combination awesome. of both. Firstly, of course, the family and friends played a very supportive role. And secondly, I'm genuinely a tough guy. So it's combined. That's awesome. That's awesome. Just don't get in a fight with your good side, right? Uh. <laughs> Vicky, what about you, bud? I mean, you know, uh, uh, you spoke in, in the video I saw, got a pretty powerful presence on stage. You know, um, uh, same kind of simple format. Are, are you guys looking to take this act on the road? Are, are you going to eventually split off and both do your own thing you know what's the future hold for you guys actually the, the the better the normal movement that we are on we actually have a crazy mission which is to inspire 50 million people by 2050 to become better than normal and to help them live better than normal lives and what is a better than normal life a better than normal life is going to sleep every single day with your heart mind body and soul all at peace with one another. Essentially, that's what a better than normal life is all about, living in alignment. And Hitesh is the brand currently, but it's going to be the idea behind it. It's for it to be uh, bigger than him, bigger than me. I'm currently, Hitesh is the brand. He's, he's the face of better than normal, and I'm the brains behind it. And keynote speaking is what we are currently focusing on doing. We have inspired so far, touched the hearts of 2 million people, both online and offline. Every single event we go to, we keep track how many people we are inspiring. Every single thing, every single thing on social media, you know, it's so easy to track nowadays what's going on with your social media. So we, keep, we, we religiously keep that in, in, in mind. And when we started this crazy goal of ours, I've, I've got a definition of goal as well, G. O A L. It actually stands for go on and laugh. If you if you I love it. if you don't if you don't have a goal where people are actually laughing at you, that means you are not dreaming big enough. Because hey, if you're going to dream, you might as well dream big, right? What's the point of dreaming small? And that's why we we came up with this crazy mission. We are two out of fifty million. We are not not that far away, but we've got time. It's only twenty nineteen. We've got twenty. We've got a lot more uh, time. And me and him, we are barely turning 30. Uh, I'm, I'm 30 this year. Hitesh is 27. And we are thankful that we have friends like you who help us share our cause and, you know, help us inspire more lives. Nice. That, that's, that's awesome. I, I love that. that, that Where did the name Better Than Normal come from? So I'll tell you the story behind Better Than Normal. When I was about 12 years old, I used to get bullied at school. One day I got frustrated. I went home to my dad. I shouted, Dad, what's wrong with me? Why can't I be normal? How can I be normal? So my dad was stunned. He did not know how to react to a 12-year-old kid. He said, son, look, this is reality. You're never going to be normal. Because there's no 
medical cure for your condition. So forget normal. But if you promise me never to give up and work hard always, I promise you forget normal. You'll be better than normal. And that's how we came up. That is freaking awesome. That is freaking awesome. I, I'm, I'm actually really glad we captured that because that that's powerful. Damn, I damn near gave me goosebumps. Good on you guys. Um, uh, that's 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 awesome. And such a freaking powerful story that people need to hear on a on a more regular basis. And and I love the fact that you guys are going big and loud with this because you know uh, it's a big goal. Um, very, very doable goal with what you're doing in this today's market. Um, and, I, and I think. Right now I'm in India, like I'm based in India majority of the time. When I tell my friends I want to inspire 50 million people, they laugh at me. They tell me, you know what, screw 50 million. You're going to inspire 1 billion people. We promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> 50 million is too little. You might be even featured in a Bollywood movie within 10 years. <laughs> I can assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal, Hitesh. You ever get in a Bollywood movie, I want you to fly me over. I'm going to be the one white American dude in the background of your Bollywood movie. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can work on that. <laughs> that's so awesome that's so awesome as long as they put me in all that colorful stuff dude i'm in you know <laughs> just don't ask me to dance um yeah this is so awesome guys i'm i'm really really uh impressed with your story and inspired by by what you guys are doing um you know if people want to get in touch with you what's the best way for them to do that so they can connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Look for better than normal. That's awesome. That makes it very, 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 very easy. Um, of course. Uh, sorry, Donnie. Just to uh, Hitesh, like like I told you, Hitesh is the brand, so all he cares about is Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. But I would say LinkedIn is where Hitesh. We've got. We, I'm I'm helping him with the LinkedIn part of it. So we are we are going uh, very heavy on LinkedIn as well. So just search for Hitesh Ramchandani. I think just look for the name in the show notes, like Donnie okay. will be putting up. So and I wanted to mention reason with LinkedIn. Somebody even told me, change the Ramchandani to Hitesh R. It's easier. Yeah. So yes. we'll, 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 we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I mean, it's great advice for everybody. I mean, uh, yeah. um, I, well done, guys. You know, um, I, I really see a really cool future from you guys. And I really look forward to the day that I can stand on stage with you guys. And, you know, you guys can be my opening act. I'll look forward to that. Um, you know, <laughs> it'll probably be the other way around and I'll be your opening act, but whatever. I'll take it either way. So, so guys, thanks so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate you sharing the story with everybody else. Here's how I like to wrap up the show. And I'm, I'm going to ask you both to respond to this. But, and I do stump some people with this question, so, so be forewarned, all right? Um, if you were going to leave the champions who listen to the show 
people that are going on their journey of entrepreneurism, business ownership, and, and the like, and, and they're trying to figure out that next move to level up and go big and loud. What would be a quote, a phrase, a motto, a mantra, something that they could you know, take with them on their journey, especially when they're stacked up against it? What would be that quote or phrase you would say? Remember this. <laughs> I think the main, the main important thing is uh, one thing which I've learned uh, is no matter what happens, you've got to take 100% responsibility of everything that happens to you. And that's really one thing that I live by. You know, we can't change situations externally, but you can change your mood internally. And I take 100% responsibility of every damn thing that happens in my life because everything that's happening in my life, I really believe is happening for me and it's not really happening to me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well said. What about you, Hitesh? See, I'm going to share with you what I tell everyone. Problems, rejection, obstacles are going to come and go. When you face those problems, you have two options. Number one, you can give up. Number two, you can get up. Whatever you choose creates your destiny. That's awesome. That's awesome. Gentlemen, I got to tell you, it's been an honor having you guys on here and sharing your story. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I've got to figure out how to get to, uh, somehow over to Singapore so I can come harass you guys or <laughs> India either way. Um, uh, looking forward to shaking you guys' hand one day. Thanks for doing this. Sure, definitely. Thank you Thanks. for inviting us. Thank you. Thanks, Donnie. Appreciate it. If you need content for your company and you're struggling to figure out what should I put out there, how should I put it out there, or you know what can I do to make my company get more exposure on social media, go check out Success Champions. US. You know, because of the podcast boom, several people are really looking in to launch their own podcasts, their own shows, so they can get their own message out there. Well, why don't you come hang out with us? We've got a, a Facebook group called So You Want a Podcast. And, you know, just go to Facebook, type in So A Comma you want to podcast and come hang out with a bunch of us as, as I teach everything that I've learned on my journey to running a successful, profitable show. So check us out. So you want a podcast. Looking forward to seeing you there. Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to, to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions networking, and it continues to grow. So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals. Go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success because that's what it means to be a success champion.